think we're recording can you hear me ryan i can hear you jason awesome how's your volume do you want it louder quieter it's good for me okay cool yep. okay so i'm going to push record now all right okay here we are welcome to i hate music lucky number episode 13 i'm here with my good friend ryan kirsch how you doing ryan i'm doing well jason great what brings you to portland here uh, visiting some family and hanging out with some friends. Nice. Included. Thanks for having me on the show. Of course. I'm glad that you were uh, out here. So I think before we play any music, we should get into a little bit about our history and our the friendship history, our, the history of our friendship and how we got to know each other because it's kind of unique. Mm-hmm. Would you not agree? I, I definitely do. Yeah. So you have the distinct honor or perhaps I don't know I don't know how to put it but you've you've probably seen more Agalock shows than anybody else that's not in the band or in the crew is that correct yeah I think the uh, final tally was 32 shows Mm -hmm. across at least two continents at least at least I know for a fact you know the no-brainers are I've seen you Mm -hmm. on the west coast I've seen you on the east coast but I've also seen you in Romania Mm mm-hmm I've seen you in many places in Eastern Europe, mm-hmm. uh, probably Central Europe as well. Central, yep. It's hard to keep track of where I've seen you. All over the place. All over the place. Yep. Um, I remember we were in a small club in, was it Lithuania? No. We had Estonia. Kick, Estonia. Estonia. Where yep. we had that awful, quote unquote, <laughs> Chinese food and you had to kick that guy out of the bar. Yeah, that guy was a uh, was a pain in the ass for sure. I can't really remember what he was doing. He was he was exceptionally drunk, right? The, the type of drunk that you only can get in Eastern Europe, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, thought that he was everyone's best friend and that he should be hanging all over everyone. That's right, all the time. And uh, I remember he was doing that. Um, He's talking some shit too. Yeah. He yeah. was vaguely threatening mm-hmm. and we were just trying to choke down our awful Chinese food. <laughs> yeah. That was interesting. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you took care of him. Mm-hmm. You led him out somewhat gracefully if I remember correctly. Yeah. It was, it was a nice kick out the door. Yeah. Yeah. So that was in Estonia. That mm-hmm. was which city? Uh, Tallinn. Tallinn. That's right. Okay. Tallinn. Yeah. Wow. And so at that point in time, you had seen, or that trip of yours, you're going around seeing a couple different shows of ours, right? I like, think I saw five shows Okay. on that trip. Yeah, yep. that makes sense. So you probably saw like a Prague show. Uh, Was that? Germany. Germany, okay. Italy, I believe. Yeah, that makes sense. Estonia. Uh... I don't think I caught you in Stockholm when you were when you were in Stockholm. No, I don't think so. No. Actually, I don't, did we ever play Stockholm? I'm pretty I, sure that you went through Sweden at some point. We definitely went through Sweden. I know we played Gothenburg. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We've probably played in Stockholm. I'm not sure. I would have to look at the Wikipedia or something. Yeah. I'd have to look out. back at the photos to figure out yeah. exactly where it was. Yeah. So yeah, we've uh, shared good times and a few beers mm-hmm. all over the planet. Mm-hmm. Aesop is still convinced that you went to Israel to see us. No. Uh, I know that you didn't. It's a big regret of mine. Alberto was nice enough to bring yes. me one of the posters yep. and uh, and shared some of the video that he took at that show. Yep. But that I missed was... that. And then Greece, that last oh, tour. The last one. I had planned on going 
to Greece, but that was right around the time when they um, they were having that big financial crisis. Right. Yeah. And uh, decided not to because I was worried about if I didn't have enough cash, I wouldn't be able to get any cash out. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it was funny. Um, you know, from our point of view, we didn't see anything different mm-hmm. at all. It just seemed normal. Actually, it, it seemed very, uh, what's the word? Festivious. Is that a word? Festivious? Uh, uh, I don't know. I'm kind of suspect it, of that it, word, but it's I made good it up at describing now. the yeah the festivious. Mm-hmm. No, it it there are people out in the streets mm-hmm. drinking beer. People were I don't know. It just seemed like a very nice atmosphere. I didn't see any mm-hmm. you know crippling debt in the streets or anything. Yeah, but we didn't sell very much stuff though. No, no. But they were pretty good shows, right? Yes, if I recall correctly, they were. It was Athens, and then our last show was Thessaloniki. Mm-hmm. And though, yeah, they're definitely good shows and great hospitality, mm-hmm. like really great hospitality. And what an amazing place! As the first and only time I've been to Greece, but mm-hmm. it was really awesome. I would love to go back there. The last night in Greece, I had like three or four souvlakis from this little, I don't know, hole in the wall type of place. Mm-hmm. It was pretty great. But, uh, yeah, that's too bad you missed that one. But. Yeah. I think that was, uh, one of the biggest regrets that I've had, like trip wise was not making it there. Cause I mean, I'd love to go anyway, but mm-hmm. then looking back and seeing that it was the last two shows. Right. Yeah. 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 It's, it's weird for me looking back on it too. Cause no idea. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden like, Oh, those are the last shows, but we had no idea. Yeah. It's crazy. So, uh, so anyway, yeah, we know each other from that. And then since then, um, we've kept in touch and we went to migration festival. Was that, it was a year and a half ago. 2016. Yeah. August 2016 up in Olympia. Yeah. Great time. Yep. Yeah. The night before we went and saw Vol here at the high water mark and then we went to migration festival, spent a couple of days up there, Mm -hmm. Panopticon, night fell, et cetera, et cetera. Oh yeah. That was great. Mm -hmm. It was a great time. Spent a lot of time at Three Magnets. <laughs> yeah, they had uh, some great brews. That really was the congregating spot up there. The mournful congregating spot, you oh. may say. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we uh, had many sour beers. Mm-hmm. They had that one sour beer that we had many, many of. It was mango tasting, yeah. if I remember correctly. Yeah. yeah. I went there once since then. Uh last summer mm-hmm. maybe I can't remember exactly when but yeah it's, it's a cool place it's not nearly as fun if it's not filled with metalheads. yeah uh, how many people do you know how many people ended up going to the fest I don't I, mean, I don't it was definitely like it was I a would lot. say 500 yeah, yeah if not more yeah because I mean it was it was usually packed inside but there's also mm-hmm. a lot of people outside too it was a little sweaty up in the up in yeah. the rafters oh the man place. Yeah, it was sweaty. Yeah. It was definitely sweaty. Another interesting uh, Olympia tidbit that we got to saw there was the uh, the cafe that the, the Wolves guys. Yeah, Obsidian. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's not there anymore. No? Nope. Somebody bought it. It's called something else now that I can't recall. Mm. But uh, yeah, for whatever reason, they're not doing that anymore. Restaurant business is tough. Yeah, yeah, it is. They have that little venue in the back. But mm-hmm. I've never been in the venue. Yeah, they had, uh, was it like after hours show? Yeah, like there? after party. Like yeah. I think False played there mm-hmm. and uh, some other people, but I can't recall who else was there. But yeah, it seemed like a cool space, but I'd never, I just had breakfast there that one time mm-hmm. and that's it. But uh, yeah, I go back up to Olympia every now and then, but I've only been to Three Magnets mm-hmm. that one time since, but that was fun. Yeah. It's a cool little spot. Time. And then Fishtail, mm-hmm. the other brewery yep. we went to. That mm-hmm. was cool. We had giant plate of nachos. Yeah. It was enormous. It was enormous and it was very hot. And it made me feel kind of sick. <laughs> <laughs> also took me to McMenamin's. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. There's that McMenamin's there. I uh, can't remember the name of it. They all have like a specific name. But yeah, it's a pretty solid place. Mm-hmm basically a chain around here yeah but that's a good location there Mm -hmm. i feel like we spent more time at three magnets than we did in the festival 
Yeah, I caught got the important mm-hmm. bands for me up there of Sequoyer. Yep. That's that was one of the big reasons why I wanted to go. Um love them for years since that two thousand eleven album that they put out. Mm-hmm. And uh it's a pleasure to meet Tanner yep. and the other guys from the band. Tanner's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was a great festival. It really very much uh felt like a community to me. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I feel like I go to those festivals and I feel like it's everybody else against me or it feels like there's all these clicks and this just felt like everybody was a family probably because I just had a lot of friends there too, mm-hmm. you know, but, uh, yeah, I, I had an excellent time. I wish that it was happening again in Olympia Yeah, or even better in Portland. 2019. Maybe it's not too early to start planning. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> All right. Well, um, should we get into a song? Let's do it. Okay. I think uh, the guest goes first. Ah, okay. So let me pass you the laptop here. What uh, What sort of mood are you in right now? It's all up to you. Mm. It's It's your thing. I like to start with Taylor Swift, moving to oh. Debbie Gibson. <laughs> Speaking uh, my language. Maybe then into some abruptum. Ooh. Some moivat. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so I've been obsessed with this band for the past say year or so. Is this a more recent thing? It is more recent. It came out in 2014. Okay. Um, big underground following. Probably some of the most interesting cover artwork really? that I've seen. Simply a thematic album, too. Mm-hmm. American? American, yep. California. dig the keyboards it reminds me a lot of the emperor and slave split like the hardennis land stuff mm-hmm. that weird creepy kind of cheesy sounding keyboard and the mm-hmm. the riffs are kind of like that to me there's a lot of uh french black metal worship oh, yeah. going on here yeah uh, like lln type stuff yes that's some of my favorite stuff is like the pesto noir stuff I just love that. Mm -hmm. When I first heard this album, I I don't think I made it through the first song, so it was kind of off-putting for some reason. Mm -hmm. But that happens a lot with yeah. albums I listen to. It'll go back later, second listen, third mm-hmm. listen, and starts clicking. Oh, definitely. Some of my favorite, or most of my favorite albums are Growers, mm-hmm. things that don't hit me instantly. Sometimes if it hits you too instantly, it's, it's almost like soda or bubble gum. It's just like this quick fix, and then you're kind of like... A little sugar rush. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's nothing lasting about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have no idea what it is. I imagine it's one of those things I've heard of and have just never gotten to. We we talked about it on the way over. Oh, we did? Mm-hmm. On the way to my house we mm-hmm. talked about it? Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, it's probably... It's one of the Black Twilight Circle. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, see, I initially thought Volan. That's it? Is it Volan? You hit it. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, I second-guessed myself, because as soon as I heard it, I was like, it kind of seems like Volan, but I wasn't sure. Yeah, I love the, uh, the rising, um, the rising sound on this album, just constantly changing. Yeah. Uh, so this is the one with the red cover. It's like red and yellow, and it's the, it's the Akka Yeah. Yep, that's the one I was thinking of. Oh, crap. Sorry about that. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. Yeah, that's funny. I was like, I, I think I might be Volan, but... When I first I'm, heard this, I thought it was uh, maybe like a unreleased Herolorn album. You fan uh, of Herolorn? No, but I know of them. It sounds so much... Oh, really? Like, you're, to my ear. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where I get that LLN right. French black metal connection from. Yeah. Huh. Volan is one of those bands that... I've always wanted to listen to and I've always wanted to check it out. I've actually even like gone so far as like I had it in my mind like I'm gonna order this record, like this particular record, and then it was sold out. Like I've I've been so close so many times and just I've like heard little spurts here and there but never really delved into it. So Yeah, the the, the album cover is very intriguing. It's very unusual. Mm-hmm. It's not very black metal. No, not at all. It's it's disarmingly not black metal, yes, I would say. If it you pick is. this up in a record store not knowing yeah. anything about it, you have no idea. It's intriguing, but you'd never think, like, this is even a metal band or anything. They put on a hell of a live performance, though. Them and Arismenda. Yeah. Um, Arismenda saw them at the Red River Fest. Yeah. Um, really changes here. I love this part. But saw them at the Red River Family Fest in Austin in October, and uh, Erisman on stage is probably the closest thing that I've seen to like uh, old school mayhem when Dead oh, was yeah. at the helm cutting okay. himself, because uh-huh. the, the lead singer just busts a bottle on stage, picks up pieces, starts cutting himself all over this dirty glass bottle. Right. Piece. Uh, it was unsettling. Yeah. Unsettling. Yeah. Volan played the uh, Famine Fest here, mm. must have been two years ago. Mm-hmm. And I saw most of the festival, but I missed Volan. Mm. But Blood Incantation played, mm-hmm. uh, Ashbor played, a few other bands. But yeah, I totally missed Volan. Mm. But one of the vendors had their record. And I was like, I'm going to come back and get this record. And then, of course, I went back and it was gone. It was gone. So then a couple yeah. days later, I'm like, I'm going to order it from... Like I tried to get it from Nuclear War Now, and then that was sold out. Mm. And then Twenty Bucks Spin had it, and tried to get it from there, and then that was sold out. And then I was just like, "Okay, forget it." Like, got to go to Discogs now. Discogs, yeah. yeah. Well, maybe now this will be the catalyst for me to actually pull the trigger on it. It's a it's a beautiful vinyl edition. Comes Is with it? a really nice poster too. Who yeah. put it out? God, quiz time. I don't. Let's see. Well, I think it's their own label, Crepusculo Negro. Okay, yeah. Uh, nope. Ajna Offensive. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Crepusculo did the cassette. Iron Bonehead did the CD. Mm-hmm. And then Ajna did the uh, final. Okay. Cool. Yeah, Ajna's at a Olympia, I believe, or really close mm-hmm. by Olympia somewhere. Yeah, this is cool. I'm going to have to uh, check this out more. They have other records, too, don't they? Yeah, they've got... Uh, I think their first one came out 2007, 2008. Okay. Um, then they've done a bunch of splits with uh, other Black Twilight okay. bands. Yeah. And uh, they put out a one-song EP earlier this year, which is their first new material since 2015. Okay. So it's been a little while. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I definitely dig this. And then the the little interludes that they have between the songs too. I forgot Beautiful. about yeah. I I think I must have heard like half this record or something because it's also disarming, mm-hmm. kind of in a way like uh, Obsequia, mm-hmm. how they have those heart pieces that are 
on the surface so uncharacteristic and mm-hmm. so perhaps like mismatched on the surface, but once you like really get into the meat of the music, it, and if you know Tanner too, it mm-hmm. makes total sense. Yeah, like this. Mm-hmm. Little bird call. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're right though, this is like so like LLN stuff. For, mm-hmm. It's that weird disarming, even the recording is like somewhat wrong. It's just everything about yeah. it is just somewhat off. I like the rawness of the mm. recording. It's definitely not super refined. No. Even the notes are just like they're bent, mm-hmm. you know, out a little bit or they're just like imperfect. Everything's mm-hmm. a little bit imperfect and it's really fascinating to me. I was a little worried about Black Twilight and Valon because they took everything offline. Mm-hmm. Uh, for about a year, like shut down their band camp. Oh, really? Shut down their online store. I didn't know that. I guess uh, from what I read, like people were trying to um, like pose as Black Twilight bands or claim their, their recordings oh, for weird. their own or something. So they decided just to take everything down. It's up again now, hmm. but uh, glad they, they decided to put it back up. Wow, that's really crazy. Hmm. Huh. Yeah, this is cool. I'm gonna have to uh, check that out. All right. Now I'm curious what that's gonna spur in in your music selection. Oh man, my input is being stupid here. Yeah, what does that what does that spur? Actually, I have a pretty good idea. Let me check here. of interesting things. Okay. I'm going to rudely stop that. Uh, they're from Finland. Mm. More of a vintage recording, a little older. No, no. This album is from 2016. Ooh. Right. <laughs> yeah, they're wow. That's weird. They're really weird. The recordings are very strange. The bass player is really weird. He does really weird stuff. Sometimes it sounds like he's playing a different song. Mm. Okay. Are any of the members in other bands that I might know of? Uh, I don't know. Let me metal archive it and see. I just heard about these guys fairly recently. They formed in 2010. We have three full lengths, five demos, an EP, a split, and a compilation. That's a lot in eight years. Yeah. According to Metal Archives, there's three members and two of them used to be in a band called Ruho, R-U-H-O. Mm. And that's it. That gives me absolutely zero. Yeah. They have a Gmail account. Ooh. Yeah. Are they uh, they self-released or are they on a label? That's a great question. They have no similar artists. Oh, no, they do. Uh, the similar artist says phlebotomized from the Netherlands. I don't 
really see that, but mm -hmm. whatever. Um, let's see. Let's see if this one is on a label. Okay, that one, the one previous to this was just on a cassette. It seems like it was self-released. Yeah, the newest one self-released. Hmm. This was the newest one was only released on Bandcamp. Has got three songs, and they all have the exact same title, and they're all exactly 13 minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, well, yeah, I'm... not much to go on. Um, Aesop introduced me to these guys. I don't know, maybe a year ago or so, mm -hmm. and they've been really hard to find any actual like physical media. But uh, I did find one of the records on, I think it was Dark Descent recently. I didn't buy it, but this stuff's really hard to get. And I, I kind of like it. Mm -hmm. It's got like a weird, uncomfortable, like Veblen Zenda feel to it that I enjoy. Mm -hmm. Like this part. But I'm not totally crazy for it either. It seems like the band members could be in different rooms. Yeah. Not even hearing what each other are playing, yeah. potentially. Especially when the bass player does those weird solos and he's just like going up the neck and just <laughs> chromatically noodling around. I am very curious to check out their other material, though, based on this. It's all worth checking out that I've heard. Like this. <laughs> and it totally makes sense there from Finland. It sounds so Finnish to me. So anyway, this band is called, I'm going to slaughter the pronunciation I'm sure. Oxenus, O-K-S-E-N-N-U-S. Hmm. I'll look them up on Bandcamp real quick. Yeah, they're, I really enjoy these guys. Um, they had a tape on Caligari Records in 2016. artwork is very awesome. It looks like little kid drawings of demons and instruments. I love the, uh, I'm looking at their band camp right now, their 2016 Orchitomia. This like fish that looks like it's vomiting their logo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This album that I'm playing now is called Sokia Idioti, and it has nine songs. The last song, oh wait, no, that can't be right. But it's got nine songs, and each song starts with EKS, but every title is in Finnish. on LP by somebody called Bestial Burst. 
They are. I dig it. Oxenus. Oxenus. Another self-released album. All right. Got pretty rave reviews. Okay. They self-released it on Bandcamp. Probably two weeks after it was released, people were going nuts over it. They immediately got signed and then got, I think they put it out on a pretty major label. Double check. How recently was this? This was 2017. So pretty recent. I already have a guess of what it is. Yeah? Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm probably wrong, though. guys no other band associations listed really on metal archives and yeah just came out of nowhere No. Good guess, though. It didn't... It doesn't sound like how I remember Bolzer sounding, but the story you told reminds Mm -hmm. me of Bolzer. Well, they've been around for probably going on 10 years or so. Bolzer has? Yeah, I think so. I have no idea. This was July 2017. It was put out on Bandcamp. I think I heard about it September. And by that point, okay. the, the furor over the album was all underway. Wow. The surprise, though, it only has one review on Metal Archives. Are they American? Yep. U.S., not like specific area, though. Hmm. This is really good. Does it remind you of anything? It reminds me of Dawn. Hmm. 
damn, that's really good. I missed this entirely somehow. Alright. It is Serpent Column or Nuthi Thalassa. I've the never heard of this. Wow. I've never heard of this. That's crazy. The most impressive part to me is that they have no other band associations that are listed. Right. Had no label exposure at all. Just threw it up on Bandcamp, and it's extremely well-polished, well-written. So the band is Serpent Column. Serpent Column, okay. yep. There's a band that it reminds me of. Yeah. That is not going to have a good association, but it sounds a lot like Argoslant. Oh, but without all right. the racial racism yeah. attached to it. <laughs> yeah. kind of reminds me of Absu in a way too mm -hmm. like just the manic performance and the drums mm -hmm. yeah there's not really any pause no. going on straight into straight into the next riff This is also the type of thing that keeps me coming back to Bandcamp over and over again. Yeah. You never know what you're going to find. Mm -hmm. It's such a great resource for finding stuff. Yeah. I thought you might play me Zeal and Ardor. Ooh, that's a great one. 4chan joke turned awesome yes. masterpiece of an album. Yeah. Did I see that they're putting out some sort of cassette with, was it remixes or is it new material? Oh, I don't know about that, but their new album's out in June. Oh, okay. That's probably what I'm thinking of. Double LP called Strange, Stranger Fruit, mm. which is such a perfect title for that band. Stranger mm -hmm. Fruit. That's great. Yeah. Uh, Devil is Fine was my album of the year. That blew me away. Yeah. I really thought when I first heard about that band, I was like, this is going to be a joke. I mean, it was a joke. Mm-hmm but I really thought it was just going to be super gimmicky and dumb and so good. Yeah. Two genres that you would never put together. They have no business working together, mm -hmm. like none whatsoever. But yeah, it works so well. It's like if you were going to eat uh, a filet mignon with you know, Gatorade right. as a pairing. <laughs> yeah, that's what it seems like. Uh, I can't remember who first told me about it. I think it might have been my friend Robert told me about it first and I was like god that just sounds like dumb mm -hmm. and he's like yeah but it's really good okay and so I listened to some of it on Spotify or something or Bandcamp and I was kind of reluctant at first to enjoy it mm -hmm. I was like god this is so good and then I watched some live videos and then I'm like holy fuck like this is really good and like mm -hmm. the dude can sing really well mm -hmm. and it's not samples a lot of people thought it was samples it's it's him yeah singing um 
and then my friend uh, Dana Schechter from Insect Dark, she filled in with him uh, for the American shows. Oh. And uh, she told me, I don't think she was playing with him at this point, but Zillenarder played Roadburn, I believe it was last year. Mm-hmm. And they're playing like the small little church area and the power went out during their performance or right before the performance or something like that. Power went out and so they're obviously just totally crippled. And so... I can't remember the, the main guy's name. It's on the tip of my brain. But anyway, the main singer-songwriter mm-hmm. guy, they couldn't do anything, and they're on stage, and this is a huge performance for them, and their album's getting so much buzz and so much hype. It was a really, really important performance. So he just started singing the chorus to Devil Is Fine, just with no mic or anything, just screaming it out into the Shouting audience. Shouting it out. And then he got the like the entire place to be singing with them and they did it wow for like minutes or however long it took while they to were get fixing things sorted stuff. out yeah nice. and apparently it was just like one of the most like moving and like inspirational and just mm. spur of the moment type of things but what a way to handle that pressure though yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah what a what an amazing record i'm really looking forward to the new one i know he has a new video out and i watched uh, I watched that. It seemed promising. Mm-hmm. So, the last track of that album, you know, they have those couple instrumental yeah, pieces uh, throughout the album. Gives me such a '80s horror movie yeah. vibe. Uh huh. You know the one I'm talking about. Yeah, I do. I do. Like Sacrilegium Three, I think it is. Something. Yeah. Yeah. So good. so good. Oh, so good. <laughs> um, which is kind of funny because there's such a rise with like the. Uh, the synth bands and stuff now too like mm-hmm. the horror movie uh soundtrack synth bands like carpenter brute and zombie and mm-hmm. you know all those carpenter brute is playing here tonight as a matter of fact really yeah yeah hmm. the wonder ballroom i think it's the wonder ballroom all right um i had an idea of what i was gonna play and now i oh yeah here okay so every now and then on this podcast I decide, hey, I'm going to play this thing that at one point in time I thought was like the coolest thing ever. But now I probably haven't heard this record in 20 years at least. So let's see if it stands the test of time. Because it could be really bad. If I can even find it. So that means late 90s? This might be even earlier. I can't remember. Okay. I can't. I have to look at it here first. Okay. I can't remember the name of the album. There we go. I remember this being great. Let's see. A couple podcasts ago, I played Dismal Euphony, which was one of my favorite bands in like the mid nineties. I was really into the symphonic stuff. And it was one of those things where I haven't listened to this in probably 20 years. Let's see if I can still stand it and has its moments, Mm -hmm. but definitely not my taste anymore. Mm -hmm. Let's see how this stands up.
not sure how I feel about the vocal style. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Is this an American band? No. No. It kind of reminds me of deeper kind of slumber era Tiamat. album up on a whim back then or was it recommended to you i honestly don't remember uh i don't remember even hearing about it ever really um i know tanner knows this band but other than that This is from 1993. And they're not still active. I can't imagine that they are. Yeah, Metal Archive says that they split up in 98. The bass player was in one semi-notable band. Hmm. Elastis. Yeah, okay. So, which band is it? <laughs> uh, they're called Sadness. And they are Swiss. That record's from 93. It's called... I'm going to butcher this pronunciation. Ame or Ames de Marbre? Marbre? Something like that. Uh, yeah, I don't even know how I found out about it. They're on a Swiss label called a witch hunt. Mm. I'm sure it's something I found through a tape trade or somebody recommended it to me or something, but it's one of those things that I listened to, I mean, occasionally Mm -hmm. in high school and probably haven't heard it since. So with taking it out of the vault, what were your thoughts? I don't know. It actually is pretty intriguing. Mm -hmm. Um, it's kind of ghosty vocals. Yeah. Fading in and out. Yeah. I like those. Like towards the end, the vocals towards the end. The parts that remind me of Tiamat I like, but the guitar tone's just dreadful. Uh, I don't know. I'd ha- I should revisit it. It's, it's uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. The uh, the cover and the logo is pretty strange too. Ooh. Yeah. That's weird. Mm-hmm. This could totally be Inception, but I feel like I've seen that cover somewhere before. I'm, you may have. Very weird. Yeah. So I think we have time for one more from you. Oh, it's a lot of pressure. I know. Make it a good one. Your favorite Britney Spears track. Go.
tones on this record are very strange. Yeah. The drums are really boxy and the guitars are very strange. This is another random band camp. Oh yeah. Find. Yeah. It's from uh, 2015. Okay. No real like notable members. And a uh, few ex-members of Infant Bile and Mithras. Hmm. One of the prior drummers played in Anal Nathrak. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Hmm. mates with Impaled. Okay. Interesting. So between playing this and playing Bolt Thrower, going really <laughs> old school. Yeah. But that would have been a dead giveaway. Yeah, yeah. they're pretty recognizable. Mm hmm. Interesting stuff. It's uh, it's Sarpanatum from UK. Hmm. Never heard of him. Interesting album art, kind of like a medieval church. Medieval church music. Blessed, blessed be my brothers. Wow. So, what label are they on? Uh, Willow, Willow Tip. Tip. Yeah. Kind of. I remember name Willow for Tip. Me. I know them. I think they released that. What was that record? That joke record a few years ago? Many years ago? Um, God, I was drawing a blank on it. Uh, it's not the Diabolical Masquerade one. No. No. no, it was like an actual joke uh god damn i can't think of it they had a song called mammal sauce and they did all these little snippets of like uh they had like the megadeth part and the danzig part and the obituary part and it was some fairly well-known guys not heard of that at all you said mammal sauce was one of the songs yeah mammal sauce was one of the songs and they're called like fart or <laughs> Crotch duster. That's it. Crotch duster. Yes. <laughs> That's it. I knew it was something duster and not yeah, blood duster. Big fat box of shit. Yeah. It's <laughs> awful. But when that came out, that was kind of the thing. People were into it for a bit. But they did really well, really good imitations of like John Tardy and mm -hmm. like really spot on. And it was kind of like a, a stratosphere record where it was just like musically, it was every all over the place and mm -hmm. some really good players on the record. And I believe that Willow tip released that. Yeah. I, I saw that they were label mates. I was thinking about saying, Oh, they're label mates with crotch duster, but <laughs> I didn't know that that would trigger this. I'd never heard of that joke album before. I mean, I, I would say you should listen to it, but 
I mean, maybe it's not even worth a joke. Listen, I mean, it's good. It's, it's well done, but you know, I wouldn't seek it out. If you happen to see it, then yeah, maybe put it on. But as far as joke records, do you like that diabolical masquerade death's design? I do. Album? I do. Yeah, I really do. Um, I love diabolical masquerade in general. Mm -hmm. My favorite is Raven dusk in my heart. Mm -hmm. Um, but I like them all, but yeah, Death Design is great. That's the uh, that's the one with the short songs. There's like sixty yeah, it's some like songs, ninety songs, ninety I think. some songs or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. I believe that uh, Dan Swano is on it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, why do you say that's a joke record? Well, I don't know if it was ever fully uh, resolved as to why he created that, but wasn't the backstory something like it was supposed to be the soundtrack for a movie right and now people speculate like oh well he made it as a joke never intending to right have a movie behind it or oh he got hoodwinked and yeah. someone was playing a joke on him but he wrote the whole thing and released it anyway right so. yeah i've heard a little bit about that i think i always thought it was kind of like what a what does oliver say like music for a film that doesn't exist or something like that mm-hmm. they had that tag I always thought it was just something like that, like a, but I did hear something about maybe somebody backing out of a production mm-hmm. that he was scoring or, I don't know. it's hard to say, but, um, they were just talking about that same podcast or that same podcast. They're just talking about that same subject on Jeff Wagner's podcast, like mm-hmm. two weeks ago, about death's design and, and that whole thing. Uh-huh. So it's kind of funny. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's a great record. I mean, all the records are great mm-hmm. and I love most of Catatonia's work. Yeah. Catatonia was also on my list. Dance of December souls. Mm. One of my first metal yep. albums ever. Mm-hmm. One of your first metal albums. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Usually people say that about Metallica or something. No, I jumped straight from uh, the new metal stuff into, I, I went on this game forum mm-hmm. back in like the early two thousands and, uh, they had a metal board, so I was listening to Trash, and I asked, uh, give me some recommendations. I got this huge, long list. So I started at the top. That's where I discovered Agalock, and then oh, it worked nice. my way down. Mm-hmm. And so Dance of December Souls was one of the first albums I actually bought. Nice. Yep. It's a great record. Yep. That was my first Catatonia record. I don't think I got it when it came out, but it wasn't too long after mm-hmm. but uh yeah that one brave murder day just changed my world mm-hmm. i love brave murder day that's probably my favorite catatonia record to be honest i love that one and in my opinion michael Ackerfeldt's finest performance in anything his vocals on there are just vicious i agree just perfect yeah his work with catatonia was better than his work with Opeth, I would say. Overall. Yeah. 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 I think so. Yeah. And, uh, but I ended up kind of falling off the boat with Catatonia after a while. I, I could really get behind some of their more mid period stuff. Mm -hmm. But then like after Viva Emptiness and then what's the one after that? Viva Emptiness is where they lost me. Yeah. I haven't listened to anything since then. I liked Viva Emptiness a lot, yeah. but I also haven't listened to it in probably since it came out. Um, but yeah, I just couldn't get into the stuff after that. It was, it all seemed very much like they were just reinventing the same wheel, mm-hmm. which was disappointing. But now I guess they went on hiatus recently or something. Like they, they made some statement on their website that makes it seem like they either broke up or they are on hiatus or something. I don't know. And mm. they canceled an entire tour. Wow. Serious to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know. What else are they going to do though? I mean, that's uh, probably going on 30 years now. Yeah. Yeah. That's serious. Yeah. Damn. I don't know. Well, cool. Ryan, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And uh, maybe next time you're in town, we can do it again. Sounds great. All right. All right. Thanks. See you guys later. Bye. 
morning might never come round these parts are never gonna come up Morning might never come round these parts are never gonna come up Morning might never come round these parts are never gonna come up Morning might never come round these parts are never gonna come up Morning might never come round these parts are never gonna come up Does it hurt too hard? Don't you dare look away, boy. It's not too dark. Don't you dare look away, child. The best of the bastards. Don't you dare look away, boy. For the burning to lesser. Don't you dare look away now. If you like your life, don't you sacrifices. Look away now nah. if you like your life. 